0: Good morning Mount Hope. Thank you for the opportunity to speak with you today. I pray the Lord uses me to touch you in some way and that my words are actually his words. If we could pray please. Dear Heavenly Father, prepare our hearts as you lead us this morning and prepare our minds to accept what you would have us to understand. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Happy Mother's Day to everyone. We celebrate not just the mothers who nurtured us, but everyone who has had a child and have been blessed by them. That's mothers, stepmothers, as they just did in liturgy, but also the fathers. Fathers, you have been an inspiration, and some of you had to play mother and father as well. We may may not all identify as mother, but many of you share the love and support which is, is associated with mothers. God planned for you to enter someone's life for a reason, and maybe just a season, but you make a difference. Seasons in life. Now at the age of 61, I feel I've had many. Each season came with a different identity and a different label. Too many to discuss today. But please take a moment to check out these pictures. I can't believe how different I've looked over the years. That's my mom. Teenage years. Then you get married. Then you have kids. And the hair. Always the hair. Then you wear your mom clothes and your mom look. Then you have a relationship with each one. Then you have your job, that's your identity. Then life throws you a curveball and then you get them. Many of you have the same collection of pictures of yourself. Sometimes in your mind, sometimes they're in an album, now they're out in the cloud. Um, we do change over the years, as you've seen, and not always in a positive way. These changes can, seem to, can be seen on the outside. But what about the inside? What about our hearts, our souls, and our minds? First Samuel sixteen seven says, But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look on his appearance or on the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. Amen to that, after some of those pictures, right? During each phase of our life, we look different on the outside, even even within our own hearts. We have different roles, leading different identities. What is reflected in our heart may change just as as our outward appearance and our identity changes. So let's start at the beginning, that baby picture that you saw. We are born into this world just as God chose us to be born at a certain time and a certain place. We all have different situations and circumstances. I was blessed. I was the oldest child born to Vera and Gerhard Wojtis. My parents came to the United States with a dream of creating a better life after living through a worn, torn world war after world war ii in a war-torn germany the lutheran church sponsored the immigration thus i was born first generation american i have wonderful parents and i am blessed they're still with me today as i look back i can see how god's plan for my life unfolded i was born here in the united states for a reason many of the lessons learned as a child shaped me into who i would become Yes, Gerhard and Vera's daughter, yes, the oldest, the first generation, all labels placed on my identity. But really, I was a child of God, for whom he had a plan, which was about to unfold for the shy and timid girl. As we know, God is always there, even when we're not aware of him. I knew about God, believed in God, but there was no relationship. Not until one day, at the age of 12, in a Grace Bible Fellowship Sunday School classroom, where I accepted the Lord as my personal Savior. Personal being the operative word. He did it for me. Jeremiah 29.11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Those plans include our teenage years. I don't think I want to relive those days, especially in the 70s. Years of insecurities, peer pressure, and everyone trying to identify who they are. But those years were also filled with blessings. At the age of 14, I met Michael. As I started 10th grade, Interbar High School had what's called split sessions. They were building a new school, and so we had to have different times where we went to school. At the last moment, I was moved from... Um, a class I was supposed to be in, to a class, a math class filled with upperclassmen. That's where Michael was enrolled. God had a plan for our lives. By the summer we were dating, he turned out to be just what I needed to grow, to grow in confidence. He was a determined person who worked hard and had big dreams. We were married a few years later while we were still fairly young. Just as I start, stated in Jeremiah, God had a plan for our future and a hope. Now I have the identity of wife, and shortly thereafter, the identity of mother. Jay the Jeremiah quoted Lawrence Van- Vanderpost and Jane Taylor A baby is a small member of the home that makes love stronger. Days shorter, nights longer, the bank rolls-, rolls smaller, the home happier, the clothes shabbier, the past forgotten, and the future worth living for. During this time, ladies, we feel we lose a bit of ourselves. The demands are high, but the blessings are infinite. We see God's hand in everything if we look for it. The smiles, the giggles, the steps. And the sayings our children create in their feeling, with their feelings. Um, just the other day, Amber was saying, Mom, it's so cool now. We have these little, these little quotes that we say that just within our family. And all families probably have them. One of my favorite sayings and memory happened one day when we could actually afford to go out somewhere. So Michael and I were able to go out and I got dressed up, not looking like the mom clothes over there. As I came down the steps and into the family room, this little hand grabbed the hem of my dress. And that cute little face with those big eyes look up at me and a whisper of voice says, Mommy, you look so pretty full. Pretty full is my word now, not beautiful. Yes, the identity of being a mom is precious. How many of you have those mom moments? We keep them in a memory box up here. We keep that love weight down in here. David Jeremiah says, how powerful is the influence of a mother? The bond between a mother and a child seems to be God designed, the perfect union of potential and the power to make it spring forth. The simple daily influences of prayer Persuasion, promoting of God's values, are the most important and powerful tool a mother can use to unleash the potential of their children. Well, that means finding a church to support your family's Christian growth. Well, now who am I? Am I a fundamentalist? A Catholic? A Baptist? A Lutheran? A Methodist? What is my church identity? How do I define myself as I grow spiritually? The Lord led our family to Mount Hope in the 80s. I guess he wanted me to be a Methodist. I'm really glad because we like to eat and share the joy of the Lord. Through my entire life, we define ourselves by where we are, who we are, where we go. God does not see us that way. He looks down into our heart. What was in my heart as I was raising my children? I'm glad he wasn't looking at the outside. You do remember those pictures and the hair and the clothes of the 80s and the 90s? Uh, Yes, you saw examples of those. As you, a parent or a spouse, men, you have these issues too. We feel we do not have enough time or energy to do all that the Lord has planned for us. Do we do enough at church? Do we share the gospel? Do we read our Bible and dig deep into scriptures? Some days I was thrilled to get my kids dressed, their hair combed, in the car on Sunday morning and actually make it to church. That alone was a miracle. But how can we do it all and fit church and our spiritual growth and still get everything done? I did struggle here, but I know the Lord was there and he was very patient with me. He had a plan. Our children were blessed with a church that loved them and supported their spiritual growth when I could not. Then come our children's teenage years. That's when we can be identified by those camel knees. Camel knees are when you're on your knees praying for them and hope that they make it through those years. Mound Hope Youth Program was the greatest blessing at this time. If I really wanted to dish out a consequence, It was that they could not go to youth group on Sunday. Blessings are everywhere. And as you look back, you see God's plan. Then I became the empty nester. When you become an empty nester, you become a wife and a spouse again. We joined a Bible study. We went on missions trips. We participated in numerous church events. I loved Christian music and was inspired by it. I really felt now the Lord could use me for his purpose. Michael and I were blessed with wonderful children, a family of Christians, where his name was part of our daily discussion. I praise God our identity was in Christ. I praise him because we were going to have to lean on him for everything very soon. In 2012, I got this new identity, grandparent. I must say, God does save the best for last. I love being an Oma. I have eight precious babies, that filled my heart with so much joy i feel like i could burst which actually comes out in these tears every time this role is different from being a parent now i have this intense desire to make sure my grandchildren know christ while carrying in michael and heather amber and ron were blessing me with these most precious gifts the lord allowed something else to enter our lives als this was something that none of us wanted to add to our identity because of our walk with the lord for so many years and the strong family bonds we developed through the grace of god and our circle of friends we were able to meet this new identity face to face it was not easy it was not welcomed it was not what we thought our lives together would be. But God can use all things. The Ephesians prayer, Ephesians 3 14 through 21, became my prayer. Excuse me as I change a few of the words. For this reason, I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen me with the power through his Spirit in my inner being so that christ may dwell in my heart through faith and i pray that i being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and deep is the love of christ and to know his love that surpasses knowledge that i may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of god this last verse is what is on my email all the time. Now to him who is who is able to do immeasurably more than we can ever ask or imagine, according to his power that is in work within us. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations, forever and ever. We knew ALS had no cure, it had no treatment. But we left no stone unturned, or possibility unimagined. Honestly, Michael and I knew that God had a plan, even in the middle of this awful disease. God wasn't the only one who had ALS in our church family. He wasn't even the only one in our Bible study. I look back now and I'm amazed at this. Our testimony of ALS is a long one, and if you ever want to know more, I'd be willing to share it another time. But this identity was not in my plan or my desire. Yet, God can use this too. Christine's quote is quoted as saying, sometimes when you're in a dark place, you think you've been buried, but you've actually been planted. Planted to make a difference in someone's life who now has the identity of ALS. If you know our family, or if you knew Michael, we, you know that we follow the saying, which Michael always said, when you go out there, you leave nothing left in the tank. You can do it, you do all that you can, until your tank is empty. Not only did he say this, he lived it. He wanted to use ALS to make a difference. Our family and friends joined together in this vision to fight ALS in a way that could make the greatest impact. We created a foundation focused only on research, because if we find a treatment or a cure, then no one else will have the identity of ALS and be given a death sentence without hope. Yes, here I am, more identities, caregiver, advocate, fundraiser, the list goes on with any family who has a diagnosis of any disease. Now, I'm the president and co-founder of a nonprofit organization who focuses on raising funds for research. I've had to speak and share. I am still that shy and timid person, but life has taught me to stand and allow God to use me. Not something I ever planned on, but God has a plan and uses everything for his glory. We use our platform to share God's blessing and the story of salvation. Michael passed in 2016. Now I had the most difficult identity I was given, widow. Yet through this pain, God sent me blessings through family, friends, and my church family. He sent me comfort through messages and songs, and one song specifically from Casting Crowns. Not a tear is wasted. In time, you'll understand. I'm painting beauty with the ashes. Your life, my life, is in my hands. So when you're on your knees... And answers seem so far away. You're not alone. Stop holding on and just be held. Your world is not falling apart, it's falling into place. I'm on the throne. Stop holding on and just be held. Just be held. Just be held. Many of life's phases are defined, have defined who and what I am. Each one filled with blessings and joy. All have taught me and allowed me to grow in my faith and trust in the Lord. He has a plan, which I may not understand. But as I look into the rear mirror, I see all of the ways he has blessed me through this journey of life. What I have learned through it all. The most important identity that we could ever have. I am a child of God. He created me. He gave me specific gifts and talents. He designed a plan which I must admit I haven't always followed. But he loves me anyway. Yes, I was defined as a teacher. And that too will be in the past. I love teaching, I love my students, but I love God more than anything, and I know he has plans for me and the future. I move towards this future with excitement and confidence that God will bless each day. I am a child of God, and he has a plan for all of his children. The past has shown me I just need to be held, but keep moving forward. God cannot steer a parked car. Thank you, Pat, for reading that um, message, the um, verses. I'm going to read Ephesians 2.10 from the Amplified Bible. For we are his workmanship, his own master, a work of art, created in Christ Jesus, reborn from above, spiritually transformed, renewed, ready to be used for good works, which God prepared for us beforehand, taking past which he set, so that we would walk in them, living the good life which He prearranged and made ready for us. I am a child of God, the greatest identity, and He still has plans for me, and He can use all of us in any circumstance. His plan is amazing and awe inspiring. I challenge you, regardless of your present identity and label, you are a child of God. He has a plan for you. He has given you the gifts needed to make it happen look what he did he brought a shy and timid girl brought her up in front of this congregation to speak to others and he can do great things for you too just let him steer you and ironically which is not ironic because the lord's always at work there is going to be a ladies bible study which we didn't know about we didn't come together on this. It's Seasons of a Woman's Life Bible Study, which Donna said June 3rd, June 3rd, so if you'd like to join it for women of all ages, we don't know how many weeks it is, but we'll find out, but we'd love for you to join us.